0: Hi, we're Ben and Ben. And we're hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live.
1: What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment, and I'm hanging out here in L.A. with Ben and Ben. Hey. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm I'm super excited to be talking to all of you. Yes, we are excited, too. (laughs) Before we dive in and talk about the new single, I'm I'm curious how a nine-piece is able to kind of create the music that you're creating. Just because... You know, you get the vibe where sometimes in the studio, there's too many chefs in the kitchen, but mm-hmm. how do you guys do that? How do you guys collaborate together without doing too much at the same time? I guess we just um, know how to, like, respect the, the song,
0: So which, which is what we're all creating, right? Um, when we do a song, we don't, like, overplay or, like, um, sometimes we, we should know what's just right for, for a particular song project, right?
2: It's kind of like we try to ask ourselves if what we're doing or what we're adding to the song brings out the message of the song or Mm. the emotion of the song rather than, oh, I can put this in because I can do it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes even like disagreements are fine because that's how you bring out the best idea. Um,
1: So we're not afraid of that as well. Yeah. And going into the studio, like take me into that space. And, you know, how did this single kickstart? Because it's, it's such a beautiful song, it's, but it's so heartbreaking at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like you can't just say like, hey, what's up, guys? This is what I want to write about. Like, I feel like you have to be in that moment. And I feel like you have to feel that uh, breakup and that situation mm-hmm. all over again. So what was that experience like when you first started writing the song? So, Pao wrote the song and he
0: um, shared to us uh, the the ones we once loved, which is the song, in a way that's very personal, um, and he can walk you through (laughs) what happened. (laughs) Well, I think, uh, as artists, we kind of embraced that uh, when we go through stuff uh, that happens out of our control in our lives, uh, at some point it becomes something that we share to the world so that people can um, resonate and learn probably like we feel like that's what we're called to do. And for that song, it was pretty much the same. And you're right, it was really hard to relieve uh, the painful stuff again. But then it's also a part of, uh, of the healing mm. and the uh, and the closure like for myself and it was nice to be able to because once once the song is out there then it's it's it, it's owned by whoever yeah no more listens to it yeah
1: so it was part of uh the healing process basically but it was beautiful that you didn't overproduce this song um and y- you know you would think having so many members it would sound overproduced but it's not. The violins are perfect. The 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 piano is perfect, the guitars, the drums, mm-hmm. everything is the per- percussion, like everything is just perfect. So how do you keep it so simple uh, yet still have it as powerful as it is?
3: Um the cool thing about this song is um a few months ago Paolo performed it for us, because that's how it usually is. Like if he writes a song, yeah. he performs it for us on his acoustic guitar or piano. And we share thoughts about it. And we already have some ideas on how to bring out the song, right? So the first time he l- played this for us here at the studio in our house, and we all just were crushed by the song. yeah, Because <laughs> it was just so relatable for us. Even if we didn't go through the exact same story that he went through, the song was just so strong that way. And so we all had a special attachment to the song and respect for the song in that sense. And we wanted to bring out... Every juice or every drop of uh, emotion and tears from that song. Mm. So the amount of respect we had for that was was beyond our musicality, was beyond our pride as musicians and as, w- as well. And so when we started recording it and producing it in the studio, we really wanted to bring out uh, the most, the best that we can yeah. from that song, knowing that less is more. Yeah. So that's what he tried to do with that song.
1: That's absolutely what it was. Less is definitely more on this track, and even the lyrics—they're so simple, but they just punch you so hard. Um, yeah, exactly. Whether whether you've gone through that experience or not, like you mentioned, um, I'm curious because, like, your voice is—I don't know—it's like it's really low, but it's not. It's hard to explain. You have this like sweet spot with your voice because I feel like. I feel like it's it's low, but at the same time you have this kind of high um high tone to it. How did you kind of discover that sound, and when you first started writing this song, do you feel like that's the voice that you were kind of humming it or like or singing it in mind as you were writing the lyrics?
0: uh Actually, it's funny that you mentioned it that way because uh my personal insecurity with my voice has always been that it's not low. <laughs> Uh in fact that's why it took a long time for me to uh develop the confidence in singing in general and what more so like writing hmm. because it's it's been a struggle to find the vo- uh, the voice uh, <laughs> uh, uh the the voice voice <laughs> uh but then i think i can speak for all of us that um it's such a difficult thing to really just own up to who you are and bring that out. Uh but that's something that we've tried to do and we're still trying to do with everything that we do. And the same goes for 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 my voice. And uh for that song and for the songs that we put out. Um it's really just a it's a mental battle of really um embracing your true self. Yeah because it's it it can get painful when uh when you feel that it's rejected mm. but you just have to keep keep standing up for it yeah. no matter what other people say
1: sorry I, it got too no, far I, mean, <laughs> I feel like you were just writing a song in your head right no, now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like that's the next step but no like uh, the thing that I love about your voice is that like you listen to other artists and you say Oh, I wanna try and sing like them. And maybe you can hit those notes and those vocal ranges. With you, I feel like it's impossible for anyone to sing it just the way that you do. And that's what I meant, like, it's so unique. Um, I can't tell you that I've found another singer that sounds like yours, um, and that's incredible. Um, for the rest of the band, when you listen to his vocals, when you guys are in the recording process, how do you, you're already saying something. How do you, you know, how do you match that? How do you, how do you match that tone?
4: I, I, the the moment Pot was talking about earlier <laughs> when when Pao first played this song for us I remember it so distinctly because we were just chilling in the studio we were having a good time then Pau comes in the room guys I have this new song so we're like oh yeah yeah new song new song new song he starts playing it and our, our faces were like <laughs> like we, we, we just all collectively started to feel it with um Cause power comes from a really sincere voice, and when you have that as the forefront of your song, it makes it kind of like an insult to do anything less than your most sincere yeah. performance as well. So we we really try our best as the band to match the sincerity of of the vocals by just playing what what comes as much as we can do. Yeah as well most of the time we try we try we try we keep yeah. trying <laughs>
1: <laughs> now this is one of the songs that's in english it's not in tagalog like the other material um did you come into this writing it in english or did you come into it writing it in tagalog and then kind of changing it to to english
0: no actually for this song in particular it started like all the way it was in english um i don't know they really uh, are just because Miguel and I when we write, there are seasons when it's all Filipino Tagalog, but mm. there are also seasons where it's all in English, and probably that was the start of uh of a lot of songs uh that we haven't released yet, also uh written in English, so I think it's really like sometimes when you know the thoughts you know when you th- think in a certain language, yeah it's just that. This kind of um, of pain yeah. is in English. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if the vocal tone would have been different if you sang this in Tagalog.
0: Probably a bit, but uh, I think that's the thing about uh, about language. Like, it's just a just a vehicle to express like your innermost self and i guess not just not just uh, like the voice but even like instruments mm. and so from where we come from in the philippines it's really like we're we're influenced by language but in a way that it's like in our psyche
2: mm.
0: and and our culture basically like seeps through the art that we put out yeah
1: what would you guys say? You're not allowed to answer this one. Okay. You've already given me too much detail. No. <laughs> what would you guys say was the biggest challenge uh, in the recording process of this song? <gasps> yes. <laughs> Definitely the biggest challenge was not to go overboard because
4: you hear this song, it could go so many ways. Like You think it, it sounds really good as just the acoustic and the vocals, but we imagine it could sound really good also as like, so all the jazz. Like, we 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 jokingly do. It like, like, could like have this, been a heavy metal band, rock like, yeah. <laughs> so it was really just trying to find that balance of like, you no, know, what does the song really need, and what it, not what do we want to do with <laughs> the song. It's like, it was like really pulling back, and I think pulling back and like really reeling in and like reevaluating is something that's always difficult to do as an artist, no matter mm. what field. Yeah.
1: And bouncing off of what you just said, maybe that could be a remix. Mm. maybe yeah. that could be a new version. Yeah. Uh, We're open to
4: collaboration I, I, <laughs> I come
1: from the punk rock world, so I would love to hear that.
4: Right?
1: Okay. <laughs> but um talk to me a little bit about like the the fact that you know this is again, this is a one off as far as like being an English song compared to Tagalog lyrics. Um, but do you see yourselves doing more English? Uh, you know, you guys are here in the states right now. Number one in the Philippines, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, the breakout here in the U.S., like, can fans look forward to more English music uh, from Ben & Ben? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That was too short of an answer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, as Pao said, um, when we write songs, they come in waves. And there there have been a lot of waves wherein they were all in English. Because, like, when, when you think of pain in English, right? Um... All the songs that come out are English. And we have a lot in store, um, a lot to be released. Mm -hmm. So we're very excited to come out with all of them.
1: Who's the violinist player here?
0: Violinist is Keifer.
1: I I love violin, and I wish it wasn't more music. Uh, So that already puts you guys, like, it it already separates you just by that. Um, What is your process when you guys are recording music? Uh, What is your process to incorporating the violin in it?
5: Oh, my gosh. Actually, every time we uh, have a new song... I always get nervous, honestly. Because um uh I do get a lot of support from my bandmates, but then the best they figured out that the best way for me to actually bring out the best for a certain song is just they they just let me okay, just play with it. So so uh I jam with it and um I figure out, okay, how about this? So we kinda like lego it, like uh build it together. Yeah. And sometimes they like a lightning in a bottle i j- i just uh keep playing, and they just guyifer that's it, just just that's the one, and so like, yeah, 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 you think so, okay, okay, and so um it's it's every song like um, and so for this one it's it's usually the same as well with um when you when when Paolo plays the the song i I try to internalize it as well and actually feel it and try to be honest all uh also with what is um asking for for the song basically so yeah um it's still hard
1: but (laughs) i do get a lot i mean i have fun so what about drums
2: i play the drums
1: same question like how does how do you not do too much
2: actually for this song specifically very interesting because when paulo performed or let us hear the song i really didn't hear any drums and then, so we were talking about it. And it's one of the things that Miguel was saying a while ago about uh, disagreements. Mm. And I wasn't for putting drums in the song.
1: The drummer doesn't want to be heard. That's interesting. No, because
2: <laughs> I really, because the message of the song, I, I thought, if I put drums in this, and this is like a, the, the usual drums, the, the back the, or something, Yeah. it'll overplay with the lyrics mm. and people won't understand the lyrics anymore. And it won't be the emotion. So the approach with the drums for this song was like to have more space mm. and not play every quarter right. or every note. So like space out everything so people can understand the lyrics and hear the melodies more.
1: Yeah. Did you end up using brushes instead of sticks?
2: I did. I used um, I used rods so they kinda look like barbecue sticks. Okay. Like together. <laughs> and the uh steel brushes. Okay. So for the cymbals. So it's not too harsh. Yeah. And
1: then with the percussion, uh what exactly is the percussion for this band? Are there any
2: percussion? No, there's there's no percussion for instrument the for the song. Not for
1: this song yeah. in particular, but for the band as a as a whole. Like when you guys are incorporating the percussion, um, how do you just the same way, like how do you not just do too much? 'Cause that's that's the biggest fear, like when you when you see so many members in a band, like you're scared that it's gonna be too much yeah, every yeah. single time. So you guys have a sweet spot with everything that you guys are creating.
4: I always do too much. Um, I think have that's to fall in back. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm the guy. I'm the guy. That's me. That's me. But I'm, I'm really thankful that there's two percussionists in the band, and she's a lot more knowledgeable and a lot more mature than I am. In more ways than just music. Uh, but like <laughs> So I really look up to her. She's like, bestie. Yeah, because sometimes she doesn't want to do enough when like there's a part where she could go crazy. I'm like, come on, come on. Come on, bring it, bring it. Then she's like, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, 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 we're like the, the give and take in the percussion section. Yeah.
1: You guys are currently about to rap your first ever North American tour. Congratulations. Thank you. How have these shows been so far? Because you guys hit, you guys also hit Canada, right? Yes. Yes. Canada just last night or the night before you guys did San Francisco. We're rapping here at the Fonda in LA. So how has this experience with these new audiences, American audiences, uh, impacted one, your live show and two, your upcoming material?
4: I think one of the things that we were talking about in terms of inspiration and songwriting is that how... Touring is so, it, it makes so much sense mm. for a musician to tour because it's in seeing the world, seeing all of these different things that fuels your inspiration. So it's such a nice two-in-one that you get to play music and while you're playing, while you're seeing all the, be- the be- these beautiful things outside of what we usually see in our lives that we've lived, Al- almost our entire lives, just seeing same things, mm. suddenly being put out of that Pond and seeing yeah seeing everything yeah it it breeds so much inspiration not in just song material but in also the ways that we'd want to perform like when we see new people and they in turn give us their new stories stories that we've never heard before it just really makes us want to be like oh wow yeah i could totally incorporate this next yeah. time and it was just so nice seeing how filipinos from Here And like Filipinos who haven't been home probably the entirety of our lives seem to have this connection still with us and our music that uh, music really binds and really connects people no matter if they are from where we are from. We're we're just people. Yeah.
1: Well, I love what you guys are doing. And, you know, congratulations with that. I really do hope that you get through to the U.S. fans and the U.S. audience because I'd love to see more of you guys out here. Um, thank you. so thank you for for the music that you're creating thank you so much for making this song and and taking us into a piece of this heartbreak that you that you experienced um because that's what i love about music that like i'm i i do not know i didn't know you prior to this and um but that song allowed me to step into your world and allowed me to like just see how everybody else is feeling in the world like we're not alone and that's that's the important part of this message that we're all going through the same stuff and because of you guys were able to be okay. Mm. So thanks for doing that, guys. Um, to close us out, Paulo, for you vocally, you mentioned that you're so um, you're not so confident in your low tone, but what is that perfect vocal range for you? Is that something that you've already discovered or is that something that you're still trying to figure out yourself?
0: Uh, I think it's something that I'm constantly trying to discover. Uh, so the thing is, uh, Miguel occupies like a lower vocal range and I occupy like a slightly higher range. And uh but sometimes it, it switches up. And uh I guess it really depends on like the music that we create. I mean yeah. same 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 for everyone. Like uh even if let's say it's a it's a bass guitar, like how that sounds per song could be different. So it's it's the same with our vocals as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sorry, before I forget, I also wanted to give proper credit to uh, the producers that, that uh, work with us for each of the songs. So for the ones we once loved, uh, we also worked with a producer who, who helped us a lot in fleshing out the production of it, including the minimalism of it. So his name is John Oy and he's from the Philippines as well. He's one of our musical
1: mentors. Yeah, And yeah. Amazing, guys. Well, congratulations. Thank you again for taking the time to hang out with me. Well, guys, I'm hanging out here with Ben and Ben. They're here in the States. Currently, their new single is out now. And uh, be sure to check them out. Their tour wraps up now, but uh, be sure to check them out once they come back to the States, because you guys are coming back to the States. Yes, Um, Yes, yes, uh, we will. Head over to (laughs) their Spotify and listen to their new single. So I apologize for coming into your life.
0: Just to break your heart Peace pieces in and leave you in the night. Thanks yeah. for watching, guys,
1: here on Front Row Live. Ben and Ben, this is it. You're hearing them here first. They're coming soon to the States. Full-blown breakout. Hey. Thanks for watching. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more, and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and have a great night.